My name is Rachel Peru and I'm a 50-year-old grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career age 46 modelling and on social media I found so many women, inspiring and amazing women over 40 who were really embracing their midlife and helping to break down the stereotypical barriers. I really wanted to share these stories with you, so let's celebrate and firmly place a spotlight on women over 40. My weekly reminder that you are not invisible and it's never too late to try something new. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Bubble podcast with Rachel Peru. How is everybody doing? I hope you've all had a good week. Today is blue skies and it's freezing cold, but just seeing some blue skies makes you feel better. So I have managed to get out and get some fresh air go out for a nice walk before I started the day's interviews. And it does make a difference. So I hope whatever you're doing and you're looking out the window, there's some blue skies for you today. I am joined today by somebody that I came across the beginning of last year through networking and she has made such an impact on my life already. Let's today we're going to meet Jo Swan. Jo Swan is the founder of the Chocolate PR and she is somebody that really is passionate about empowering women and helping women in business get their stories heard. So I really do feel a synergy here because Out of the Bubble podcast is all about making sure that women, particularly women over 40, have a platform where they can share their own stories. And I know it's something that Jo is really passionate about. So I'm looking forward to hearing her take on it, why it's so important to her in PR, and how we can all blow our own trumpets a bit more instead of hiding behind other people. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Jo has to say. Sit back, grab a coffee and enjoy. So good morning, Jo. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Hello, hello. It's so nice to be here. This is very strange, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm used to watching you in front of the camera and you being the one that's in control and now it's my turn to take the, the realms. <laughs> yeah, do you know, and I much prefer it that other way around, to be quite honest. So this is interesting. This is me putting myself in my shoes of my clients and, you know, starting to understand how they feel when they have to put themselves out there and this is yeah it's fair enough it's how it, how it needs to be <laughs> that's good because that's the whole purpose of out of the bubble podcast is to take people out of their comfort zone slightly so yes. that's a good start <laughs> for people that don't know you how do you describe and introduce yourself okay so i'm Jo swan and i run um, an agency called chocolate pr and we specialize in helping female entrepreneurs raise their profile in the media so that they can get more visibility and credibility and I particularly love working with women who suffer from imposter syndrome because that's where we see real impact. That's where we can really, really help use the power of PR and get, get women understanding how they can really hold on to their story and really kind of um, share more of who they are to make more impact in their business. Um, and I really love supporting women that find that a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, and we've got lots to talk about, and I can completely <laughs> relate to that. But let's kind of start back at the beginning with you. Let's put the focus on you first, Joe. Okay. You know, how did you always know that you wanted to work in PR? Is this something that's always been a passion of yours? So I actually wanted to be a journalist. So that's what I wanted to be when I was little. Um, I was always quite good at writing. So that English side of it was something that I always, um, you know, that I always did really well in at school, and I'd quite happily spend my time reading loads of books and um writing was something that I really could really dive into um and I actually did I did work experience when I was like 14 you know when you get made to go and and do these stints at various various industry and I was like oh I wonder if I could go work in the local newspaper that would be fun 
Um, so I went and did work experience in our local newspaper and they actually, they let me lose on quite a lot of stuff and I got really excited by it and I was like, oh my God, this is ace. Like just getting to ask people questions and, and to, I guess I'm a bit nosy and I quite like that storytelling side of it. Um, so I actually was able to write some articles that got published in our local newspaper at like 14. And I think that, that kind of gave me a bit of a bug. Um, and back then, yeah, I was determined that that's what I was going to do. I was going to be a journalist. And then as you grow up, you kind of realize, is that going to fit with the life that I actually want? Because as you know, we're up north and I didn't yeah. really want to go and live in London. I didn't really want to have to do that um, at that time. And that's where the opportunities are. And otherwise, it's not a very paid, well-paid job. It's not, there's not that many opportunities up here to really do much in journalism. So... I kind of, I suppose what I've done is I've used that passion and those skills that I have and kind of created my own world that enables me to use those skills. So in doing PR, I can use those skills of storytelling and the sort of journalistic side of things. And, but I can also have a much bigger impact as well from a business side of things. So yeah, best yeah, of both worlds. Blended it, blended it in the end. <laughs> So people, because I think the word, just the word PR can be really quite intimidating to lots of people. So how can you yes. summarize it to make it less daunting to people? What is PR? Yeah. So one of the things that I talk about a lot is that PR is not just for the big boys. So when you think of PR quite often, you probably associate it with a big corporate company or somebody, somebody likes Richard Branson, you know, someone who plays it and really milks it and who you see as a PR kind of you know a, a hero of like campaigns mm. um so when you think of PR quite often you think about you know these big businesses that are trying to manipulate the media or that are trying to um control the, their reputation because that ultimately is what PR is it's, it's it's reputation management this is something that I I did work with a lot of big businesses and that's what they use it for they use it to manage their reputation and to try and create certain image of of you know of their brand and their business but actually PR is about communication and it's about people and PR done properly is very it's very personal so the kind of PR that we do is very much around individuals and showcasing people and sharing stories and expertise and knowledge and PR is just a route to market yourself but you've got to understand what it is to be able to play the game so what you're ultimately trying to do is you're trying to get yourself in the media for free. That's kind of the purpose of it, isn't it? So the media is super powerful in terms of the, um, the scope of, of how many people you can get in front of, in terms of people do still really see it as very credible medium. So it really helps raise your credibility if you're in the press. So what, what PR is used for in our sort of world is, is finding routes to new people and getting yourself in the media, getting yourself published in the media for free. But to be able to do that, you've got to play the game and you've got to understand really what it is and what it isn't. So PR isn't advertising. PR isn't, um, it's not an opportunity to just go and shout about your services and your products. It's an opportunity to engage with an audience through sharing your story or your knowledge or your expertise. So you've got to give the journalist something that they can work with as content that they can share that doesn't come across as too promotional. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah, no, it does. It's, it's about finding the, the, the heart of the story, isn't it? And having that, that kind of personal touch. 
to the story. Yeah, because they need people, you know, they need to write about people. And that's, if you think about it, that's what you like to read about. Yeah. So that's the heart of PR is about really um, helping helping the journalist see like what you stand for. So obviously we're doing some work with you, which is like amazing. I just love the fact that we get to support you. And you are so mission-led. You are so passion and purpose-fueled in what you do. And that is perfect for PR because from a journalist's point of view, they can see or oh, this is a lady that really stands for something. She really wants to make a difference. She's here to make an impact. And that makes you very PRable. Rather than us just trying to promote a certain set of products or services, we're actually trying to spread a message. And that's really when it becomes really powerful. Oh, so why do you think, because I know I've struggled with this, this whole imposter syndrome of getting your, your story out there. And it's taken me a while. You and I have been in conversations about working together for months, I know, it feels I've been like. To do it. <laughs> I got there in the end. But why is it, do you think, that particularly women really do find it quite difficult to get past that barrier of putting themselves out there and sharing their story? Because you and I talk to so many different women that have got yeah. amazing stories to tell, but are too scared yeah. to get it out there. How, why is it that we've become like this? I think there's a couple of things. I think there's a, there's a fear around the media for a start. So the media is portrayed in lots of different ways, isn't it? And quite often we're scared of things that we don't know or don't understand. So I think there's definitely a fear of putting yourself, or, you know, getting your story in front of a journalist and then perhaps they're manipulating it or they're not um, writing it in the way that you like or you're not being in control of what they really do with that. So I think there's a definite fear in terms of putting yourself out there in the press because there's, there's that, um, there's that feeling of it being really alien and how you maybe don't feel like you would know how to control that situation. Yeah. So that's the fear of the unknown. Um, but then there's this also, there's this thing that we do to ourselves where we just talk ourselves out of things and we talk ourselves down, don't we? And mm. we compare ourselves to other people and we think that, to be in the media we have to be a seven-figure business owner or we think that we have to have been in business for 10 years or we think that we don't have an interesting enough story and the one that you read yesterday was much better than anything you could possibly put forward it's that it's that horrible comparisonitis thing and it's the horrible um the kind of chimp on your shoulder telling you that you're not good enough which is what we do too much of all of us yeah. do um me, my, me included I'm you know I'm still on this it. journey <laughs> yeah I was going to ask you so how comfortable because obviously part of your job is you selling yourself and the story to get other people to come and work with you so how comfortable are yeah. you now in putting yourself in that arena it's much easier to to do it for other people than it is for yourself it's so much nicer to do it for <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what I'm actually I am I'm in a much better place so Let's give you a little bit of background. So I, I worked a lot. I've had chocolate PR for over 15 years. Um, and I worked originally with really big companies, really big corporates. And I worked under the agency brand of chocolate PR. Um, and really, I didn't need, I, I went out and did like real life networking and that kind of thing. But I didn't really need to be the face of the business as such. It was, it was a different sort of setup. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I kind of lost all love of that side of work and decided that I wanted to follow more of my heart and my passion and to really connect, to work with people that I really loved and enjoyed working with, other women um, that were, I suppose they were kind of hiding 
in terms of they were the ones that were sat at their kitchen table creating incredible businesses, but very much a secret, very much best kept secret sort of thing. And I managed to, I, I met a lot of these women through female entrepreneur networking events that just started to happen a few years ago. And I suddenly decided, right, this, this is what excites me. The fact that I've been in a room with you guys for an hour and I'm so so excited but also so frustrated about the fact that you have got incredible stories that are just going nowhere because you don't know how to get them out so I, I was just like bursting with all of this energy it's like right I've got to do something about this so I started doing like little individual one-to-ones and helping them out and teaching them how to do it and then obviously realized that that was never going to replace my corporate like income yeah. from these big companies um, and one of my friends said, well, you need to get online. This is where it's all at. You need to get online and start networking with the online businesses there. And I jumped into this world at quite a high level because my friend had connected me to quite a lot of kind of impressive people in this space from day one. And I was just absolutely in awe just in terms of, oh my God, there's like been a whole new world going on here that I have no idea about. Like, my business was very bricks and mortar. It was very traditional. We worked with a lot of very traditional businesses. Mm. And all this online space, you know, apart from dabbling a bit with Facebook, like it just wasn't anything I'd ever been involved in. And all of a sudden I rocked up and I was like, oh my God, these people are so gorgeous. Oh my God, these people are so confident. Oh my God, these people are killing it. And I was just like, ah, I don't even know where I fit in here. Like, this is weird. And I had a massive freak out. And basically I was kind of from one side, I sort of looked like I was, I belonged because I was networked to all the right people from day one. So I was at quite a high level in terms of influence, but how I felt was completely different. And I just felt like a massive fraud. I felt like I was winging it. And literally every day I was just like, just, just hoping to get through that day of like being able to do a live and not mess it up and being able to offer some advice that people didn't think well I've heard that a million times before um so I really struggled with that switch of that environment and I think because it was a completely alien it just felt like a completely alien place to me um and I how did you get past that how did you get past it I um well I think it was it was a bit of a wake up when I was about to turn 40 and all of a sudden I had this like I need to sort I need to sort myself out like and I got really frustrated because I'd gone from having this quite, well, successful business to now playing really small in terms of what I was charging was ridiculous, all the free value I was giving was ridiculous. I was working all hours and not really making decent money back for it. Um, even though other people saw me as an expert, but I had really gone in at the bottom to like try and claw myself into this new world. And I was like, what is, what is that all about? Like, and I realized that I'd wasted a couple of years basically faffing around. And as soon as I started to reach that, that sort of 40 point, I was like, right, I'm running out of time. <laughs> and I literally had that panic of like, I'm running out of time. And then I got pregnant with my second son. And I was like, oh my God, now I've got even less time. Like now I need to make this business work before I don't have, you know, before I've got another responsibility and, you know, more things to juggle. Yeah. And I actually got a coach. I got a coach um, who specializes in, um, helping you increase your self-worth and um she tapped into the whole imposter syndrome situation and basically just kicked me up the backside and yeah. was like I'm not having this like this is where you belong you don't belong down there where you're putting yourself and I'm not having it and I took her on because she was kick-ass 
she I knew she wasn't gonna like take any prisoners and because I felt she said to me you are in a really masculine energy and because at that time I felt like I had to make some real changes and I really had to dig my heels in and really just get on with things mm. he was like this is I can see you are just in this like go 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 mode and I signed up to work with her six weeks before I was about to give birth um and we worked until like the week before I went and yeah. had Oscar and she was like oh my god you're on a woman on mission and my mindset just completely changed and I don't know whether that is to do with like hormones or you know how how you yeah. suddenly have that overwhelming sense of I need to sort myself out um but yeah and- I think coach I'm a huge fan of coaches and, and I I think more women especially when you get over 40 should really try and seek out coaches if they need them for an area in their mm. life because we all need that mentor to be able to say things out loud yeah and, and, and get all those doubts you. and to challenge you yeah yeah because I thought if she hadn't have challenged if I hadn't have paid her to challenge me I would have been just I'd been in the same situation and not making the progress that I wanted to make and I knew that I did really want to step into you know my own kind of right as an expert so I've done a lot more of that over the past year. Um, I'm, I've got my book that I'm writing at the moment. We're launching yes. a podcast this year. Oh, I was going to um, ask you about that because um, tell me about the, because you have been part of a um, chart topping book project, haven't you? So did that light the fire yeah. for wanting to write your own? That terrified me actually. <laughs> because that, that was, that was, um, quite a personal sort of take on it was called she who dares Mm. and it was a very personal take on um what you need to do to to create your own version of success and so a lot of that did require me to sort of go back and really look at my my journey and my story and it, it brought up things like um you know workplace bullying um from the past and it brought up things like being made redundant like three or four times on the trot and things like that that you don't think affects you and then you look back at it all and you're like Actually, that makes loads of sense. Yeah. So that was quite, um, it was quite an eye-opener. And then I think what um, Andrea helped me do, um, who's the coach that I worked with, she helped me realise that actually I needed to share parts of those parts of my story to help other people to get me, I suppose, and to also really connect why I care about empowering other women in business. Um, whereas before I was very much like, I'm not telling anyone that I've ever felt nervous about doing this or, you know, you put on this bravado, don't you think that's how you have to be. Yeah. And as soon as she said, no, that's what, that's what we, not what we need here. We need to, to dig deeper and to get a bit more vulnerable and a bit more open. That's when things really started to massively change and really my business grew massively. And I think that's made me realize that that's just the right thing to do. That's the right way to approach things. So yeah. my book has actually come from nowhere. Like, like the lady that's publishing it, Abby, told me that I could write this two years ago. And I just, I told her she was ridiculous. Um, and I didn't believe it for a second that, that then I could have a book. And now I completely believe it. And I feel like I can step into it and I can own it. So yeah, you've got to go through that journey, haven't you? Of yeah, like you believing yourself that it's the right thing, I guess. Yeah. So when will that? So are you in the process of writing it now? Yes, literally right now. Amazing. <laughs> when will that be published? It's coming out this year. So um, we keep knocking it back because we want to do an actual launch event with it. So it's yeah. one of those of like, uh, yeah, this year definitely this year. That's so exciting. And what I love is the fact that you're opening yourself up to new opportunities, even doing what you're doing. You're saying yes to things and just going with it, which I think 
it's so important you get to a point where you've got to start embracing new opportunities and seeing what comes mm. along which i guess is what the power of pr is as well because by getting yourself out there on a platform and sharing your story you don't know who's going to see that or what's going to come of that do you Oh my God, that's what I love so much. So the thing that I love the most is the personal um, impact that you can make when you share your story. So uh, quite often we have clients who really, really are really, really nervous about getting their story out there. If it's been something that's a bit vulnerable or, you know, it's been maybe attached to something a bit traumatic, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons why people share their story. And quite often it's because they've overcome something that's really difficult and they want to now empower others because they've come out the other side. Yes. So that's quite a deep, it's going to be quite a deep story to share. Um, and so many times, you know, they've gone through a real um, journey to get ready and prepared to share that story. And then once it's out there, we've had clients actually sit on it for like a week before they even dare share the link that's um, then it's been published because it feels really real then. But once they do, they have, they have messages from, from people all over the world We've had so many clients that have said, oh my God, I got a, I've got a personal message from someone, you know, in Australia, or I've, I've got a message from a lady who was in employment and she felt exactly like I did. And I, she, just, she just told me that she's just quit her job. Like, you know, you get, you get the yeah. essence of the fact that you have made an impact by, by really relating to other people in those situations. So that personal like impact is really, is really lovely to get back. But we also have things like people are then asked to do speaking gigs um, if they've been in the media. Um, quite often people are put forward for awards. That's something else that um, press coverage leads to quite often. Collaborations, you know, we've seen amazing collaborations come from people like, oh, that's really interesting. Would you like to come and do this with me? And it yeah. just elevates you in so many ways that it does. It just opens new doors. So how can we encourage women? What's the first kind of steps we can get women to start taking if they are interested in taking on some PR, trying to tackle it themselves, working with, with a PR agency like yourself. What are those kind of first steps to get people to change their mind and not be so scared? <laughs> <laughs> I think the first, the first thing is to get familiar with the media that you would like to be in because the more familiar you are with it, the less scary it seems. And you start to look at it from a different, like through a different pair of eyes. So if there's a certain magazine that you would love to be in, make sure you're getting it really regularly, but start reading it with a different pair of eyes. So start reading it from a perspective of somebody could have submit that article or somebody could have, um, you know, that profile interview probably isn't um, as a result of the journalist phoning that person up and saying, oh, I'd really love to interview you. It's probably as a result of that person getting in touch and sharing their story so that they've then got the opportunity. So I would start to look at your dream media through the eyes of opportunity and mm. know that actually that publication, a huge percentage of that publication is made up of journalists um, taking content that they receive and then using it rather than them actively seeking it out. So mm. don't think that those people are in that magazine because they've been handpicked. Those people are in that magazine because they've put themselves in front of those journalists. So that's the yeah. first tip, like really get to know your media and really start to sort of imagine what those opportunities are. And you'll see that they've got regular articles that, that you know, regular columns, they've got regular subjects that they cover. So all you have to do is tap into that and find where you sit and find your place. So I think take the fear out of it by trying to imagine yourself, visualize yourself in there and see those opportunities. And then I think the other thing is around 
really connecting with your story in a way that makes sense to your business. So a lot of people struggle because they think, I don't, I don't know what my story is, or I've got so many different bits to my story. I don't really know what bit to use, or actually I don't really have a story because I don't have like one big thing that happened to me. Um, where do I go with that? And I think it's a case of understanding that your story is actually your life. Yeah, everybody like, has a story to tell. Yeah. It's not one thing that's happened to you. It's your journey. And all you need to do is think about, well, what parts of that journey reflect who I really am? What parts of that journey reflect my values? And what part of that journey are interesting to show what I stand for? Um, so think about, you know, how you can package up your story in a way that actually reflects what you're doing in business now. And that's one thing that we really help people with um, when we create a media bio for them. It's about actually really pulling in all the different elements of your life from your childhood to your career to your business and joining all those dots because that's what the story is. The story yeah. isn't just one of those things. It's all of those things. No, and I think that really becomes good. a little bit less scary because it's then not just focused on like one key angle, you know, there's, there's a bigger part of it, a bigger picture. And also I, I think that um, my, one of my barriers was that feeling of backing myself because especially when you, when you take on working with a PR agency, obviously financial, mm. that you've got to make that financial commitment. And yeah. for me, it was just that self-doubt of backing myself. Mm. That, that was a huge barrier for me. And I can imagine women in business that, that have, you know, they pay all these other bills out, but when it comes to actually using it to, on themselves to get to yeah. the next place, it's yeah. a really hard thing to, to women, as women, we always put other people first, don't we? We yeah. always put family, family commitments, work bills, everything else. And actually sometimes you've got to stop that and say, well, okay, so how am I as an individual and how am I going to make my business grow? And yeah. I can see now that that for me was a huge barrier to get yeah. past but then once I have you know even just in the week I've seen a massive difference in how it's made me feel it's empowered mm -hmm. me knowing that I've got you working alongside me and I've got you kind of backing me up if you like you're in my corner yeah. that's what it feels like yeah yeah we've totally got your back and that's the thing that's what we love we love championing women and hand-holding them and and showcasing them and then pushing them forward but didn't you find um when you created that media bio that that brought you a new confidence too because actually you're like Oh, maybe, yeah, there's quite a lot here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, that was a massive help. So, I mean, for people that want to be able to access some free um, help with PR, you have a fantastic yeah. Facebook page. So how can people find you on there? So we've got a free group um, called PR You Can Do It on Facebook, which is where quite a lot of the action happens. And we do give loads of free advice. Um, there's a, there's a challenge coming up actually in there. So there's always stuff happening in there that gives you that chance to dip your toe in and to get a little bit of a feel. And we've got a few units with a bit of training as well. So yeah, that's definitely a great place to start to just come and find your feet. Yeah. And then you've got the membership as well. So I have gone through this whole process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah. But that's good because it means that you've got your head around what's needed you've got your head around actually what is this PR thing all about and then you've had a little go at it um and then you've done some of it yourself and then you've realized I want I'm ready now and I want I want this to be like yeah. pushed bigger um so yeah so the membership I love we've created that in lockdown so that's something that I've been on my list for ages and we created it in lockdown um as a way of, of giving PR access to people who you know didn't have the budgets to to invest any bigger um, and in there we offer PR opportunities. So there's literally like 
PR opportunities, national PR opportunities in there. Um, loads of opportunities through newspapers, magazines, radio that you get access to. And then you obviously get our support in terms of guiding you on how to go after those. Um, and some a bit of PR coaching in there. So I love that because that's really feeling like that's bringing new people through um, and getting more people savvy about how PR works and getting them integrated into the whole PR world. So yeah, I've loved doing that. Yeah, no, I found out loads from, from that. That really was a big help to me joining, joining that. And also networking. It was a great way to, to listen to other people's stories. It was really interesting. It's a great Yeah. Platform. And don't you find that all of a sudden then you think, oh, that's really interesting that they've done that. Oh, I've not thought about that. Or, oh, yeah. that's an interesting angle. And you do. You, your mind just starts to work differently. and You become much more PR savvy when you're in that sort of environment. Have you seen a shift during lockdown? Because people have had that time to kind of take a step back from business and from what we're doing to see where they're moving forward. Have you seen a shift in the PR? Because presumably journalists are crying out for stories at the moment because, yeah. because life's changed. Yeah. Journalists are crying out for stories and they are reduced teams. So they don't have the resources that they used to have. So they're desperate for content. Mm. So the opportunities are massive in terms of actually getting yourself in the media is much easier than, than it was. And also the, the shift in terms of um, subject areas. So they're really now very much tapped into well-being, um, you know, mental health, um, really showcasing the realities of what's going on whereas they were a bit more blinkered to that before there was an element of that that went out in the content but it really wasn't a focus where there's been a huge turn in terms of really really showing um illustrating the state of the nation i guess you know um and there's so many women in business that can really tap into those areas um so yeah there's been it's been amazing we've had fabulous opportunities for our clients but you you are on a mission now, and I can tell. I've seen it in the last just in the last six months. You're really going for it, which I love. So, what is your kind of dream? What is your aspirations for the next five years? Oh God. So yes, yeah, so I am on a mission. Um, my mission this year is to to champion more women in business and to find more opportunities to give them a voice. So um, through the PR that we do, but also through bigger collaboration work. So I want to work with. Um, enterprise organizations I want to work with um, with people in government I want to work with networking groups um, I want to work in the outside world not just the online world now to, yeah. to find places where we can give um, female entrepreneurs a bit more of a platform and the female entrepreneurs from our world so there's so many women that have been absolutely smashing it through lockdown. We're so lucky by the people that we're surrounded by yeah. to be inspired by these people and to be motivated by these people. But so many of them are still really hidden from the real world. And the people that get showcased, you know, on the TV shows and on the debates are all the likes of Michelle Moan and, you know, all these big kind of famous entrepreneurs. And I want to give our entrepreneurs more opportunity out there to have a, a more of a voice so i'm working on some stuff that's going to lead to that so you'll see something pop up exciting um, in the coming months around that so um, i I'm have no that. doubt so i have no doubt you're going to <laughs> one of those things joe so how can people find you if they want to find out more about working with you so um, the website is chocolatepr.co.uk which gives you loads of information about the different services that we offer but I would, love, I would love people to come and hang out with me on Facebook in that group, um, PR You Can Do It, because that's where I can offer free value. That's where you can dip your toe in and you can have a little 
have a little explore of PR. And then I'm on um, Instagram and also Clubhouse at Joe Chalk PR. So um, we share quite a lot of our wins there and, and have interesting debates, obviously, in Clubhouse too. That's something that I have just joined, but I need to get my head around it more. That's just another yeah. thing to get my head around. And it is a really interesting platform. For those that don't know, it's an audio-only platform, isn't it? But I'm yeah. guessing it's just a different way of communicating with people. It'll be interesting to see how it grows, but it's huge already, isn't it? I think it'd be great for you. What I found is what we do really well, how, why we do really well through things like that is because your passion comes through. So if you are genuinely interested and excited about something on a platform like that, people can get that in a second. So our, our groups are all around um, empowering women to understand that PR can be for them. So it's part of my kind of championing place where I kind of go and go, come on, you can do it. You know, you yeah. have got a story. Um, and it's not marketing, eh? it's conversational. And I think you could have a field like that, to be honest. Um, yeah, just no, with a lot of your podcast work, if you take that across, you could have a... You could have that's another conversation we have to have another time. <laughs> <laughs> Should we topping you up for that one? <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Oh, I always you. ask my guests this last question because I think women are notoriously bad at accepting compliments. So if you were to pay yourself a compliment, Joe, what would it be? <gasps> oh my goodness, that's a hard one. Um, if I was to pay myself a compliment, what would it be? Um, oh my God. Um, You're not alone. Be... So many women get so uh, either upset about it. I've had women in tears. I've had women just go completely freeze and think I can't think of anything. It's a really oh. interesting to see people's reactions. You see, my I would always divert to... I'm, I feel like I'm a great champion of others. Like, I know that's not necessarily a compliment, a compliment about me as such, but I feel like that is a quality that I have that, um, that comes out. So, perfect <laughs> way to end. That. You are an absolute champion of others and other women. So, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to connect with you again today. And uh, looking forward to seeing what happens in the next few months. Yay. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Bye. Well, I really enjoyed talking with Joe Swan from Chocolate PR this morning, and I wonder if it's made you think about your own story. Because, you know, after the podcast was, was born, because I really wanted to make sure that women had a platform to share their stories, because I firmly believe that we do all have a story to tell. We just might not have tapped into it yet. So I wonder if it's made you think about what your story is. I'd love to hear. And if you'd like to have more information about uh, PR, then I would definitely recommend Joe Swan to you from Chocolate PR. So... Don't be scared of PR and putting yourself out there. We know as we are notoriously bad at shining a light on ourselves and putting the spotlight firmly on ourselves and what we're doing in our work and business and life. Um, it's much easier to share the spotlight with some, on somebody else. I know from my, from my own experience in the podcast, I find it much easier to be able to share all these amazing women that I have joining me each week and being able to highlight all what they're doing than I am about actually talking about the work that I'm doing. So be brave, take those steps. If PR's for you, then I re definitely recommend recommend it and uh, have fun with it and see what happens so hope you enjoyed that if you'd like to know further any more questions I'll leave on the notes at the end but I will be back next week with some more inspiration for you so have a great week take care thank you for listening to out of the bubble podcast I hope you found lots of inspiration and it's left you with some midlife food for thought how would you compliment yourself I'd love to hear from you so I can share some love for all you women over 40. Please get in touch. Email me, rachel at outofthebubblepodcast.com. You can also come and join the Facebook page at Step Out of the Bubble. I'll be back next Monday, but in the meantime, keep being fabulous.